So mm. let me do an experiment here. I might lose you guys. Let me see what happens if I close this. How are you going to record it without the browser? Well, yeah, without the browser, or, we don't. Or you can record it, but we won't. Yeah. He's gone now. Not visible, unknown user. I guess that's just. He's just gone. From my perspective, he just disappeared. His his, his thing's still there. Oh, nope. It just went away. Yeah, now it's gone. Now, he, now, now he's gone. like gone, gone. Yeah. Yeah, now he was, he was a good man. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Good Games Podcast. My name is James. I'm Leo. I'm Justin. Hey, hey, guys. What's going hey. on? Hey. Yeah. Doing all right. Getting over a little bit of a thing. Oh. Coughing, uh, sneezing thing. Congestion. Yeah, that's no fun. It's not COVID. Well, good. Okay. I'm glad it's not COVID. Good job. I mean, probably not. I don't know for sure. I, I am vaccinated. I didn't have a fever. But just something passing through my system. So if I start into a coughing fit, bear with then me. it's COVID. Then it's definitely COVID. Yeah. Then it's probably COVID. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was out all weekend. I think you guys did like a whole thing, like a virtual game thing. I totally missed. I completely forgot about it. I know, yep. It was, just... it was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, <You're> well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wish I was there. Do it again. Like next weekend. I'll make it. Okay. I swear. All right. Hey, uh, I know uh, you really enjoyed one game a lot, and it got very oh, ridiculous. Yes. So. yes. Got very that was silly. a good one. That was a good one. Which, what, which game? Which game? Uh, it's a game. Well, it's just, fuck. You encroached on my endorsements. Hey, early yeah. endorsement. Uh, uh, oh, it's already. It's one of mine, too. So. Oh, okay. Well, you can have that have... one. You can have that one. I've got several other endorsements. We're gonna. How about how about we anticipate for the end to hear what? Okay, we're Ooh, stick around. Save it, save it for stick the end. Stick around and see which game we're talking about. Ooh. Ooh. Um, yeah. I will say I am a bit Sora in the heart <laughs> from the announcement that Nintendo I made. I understand that reference. <laughs> I just yeah. I just realized I'm sitting much closer to my computer than i normally do when i laugh the whole screen shakes now so i have to not laugh or cough or move uh but it is cool though it looks we almost got like a professional look here now with like everyone up and close (laughs) we're getting there (laughs) 80 80 something episodes in we're getting there we're figuring yeah you know uh i was pointing that out to justin i think last last episode we were i was looking through the uh videos on youtube Mm um do you realize that we actually have like probably 40 people listening every once in a while yeah every once in a while no for for i know for professional podcasters out there that sounds like nothing but for me i'm like why are you people wasting your time 40 of you like (laughs) That's 40 people who could have been doing something better. (laughs) Shame on you for listening to us. Uh, No, yeah, our our metrics say that we have, like, a consistent audience of, like, 10 people. Thanks. Uh, Thanks. Thanks, 10 people. Thank Uh, you. We love you. Thank you. Yeah, we do. It's very much appreciated. Send us an email. Yeah, at uh, goodgamescast at gmail.com. We're doing everything out of order today. Uh, Sure. 
Well, anyway, getting back into our normal order of things, uh, the game we're talking about today, guys, I I got to tell you, um, we, we just referenced a second ago, there's not a lot of big games coming out this year. Mm-hmm. And I know this is like a lower budget, uh, you know, lower scope. Uh, this is my cool. front. This is my front runner for game of the year right now. Uh, this is Trials yeah. of Fire. Uh, Not a bad choice. Now yeah. that's all about to change uh, because uh, this weekend Metroid Prime or Metroid Prime, fuck me, Metroid Dread comes out and it's been getting like perfect reviews. So I, I'm really? so excited. So anyway, uh, but for now, Trials of Fire. Uh, I've this. I swear to God. No, I mean. This is a game that I would make if I was good at making video games. And I swear, <laughs> on my computer, I have a prototype of this exact game uh, that was dated like three years ago. I had this idea, and they beat me to I've, it. Except mine was, like, mine was like robot-themed, and you could like customize uh, the parts of the robot. We should probably explain what the fuck this game is. Um, yeah, it's hard to explain a little bit, because it's like... Uh, and to your point, it's it's a game that I feel like it's for almost for like game designers. It's like it's so complex that I think the people who appreciate it the most would probably be people who appreciate like like mechanics and design concepts and stuff like that. It's got a lot going into this game. It's like three games in one. Yeah, it's it's a mishmash of a ton of different genres. It's a, a card game. It's a roguelike game. It's a deck builder. It's um, a it's tactics got, game. It's a tactics game. Uh, you got a grid where you're moving your characters around. There's like a little yeah. bit of there's some light, very very light role playing. Yeah, it's basically like, like some D and D style quests and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. So it's just yeah. a mishmash of every game genre. Uh, right. I'm surprised yeah. it's not a shooter at some point. Like right. Yeah, going well, through like time. a level, it zooms in. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, the the basic gist of the game is um, y- you have three characters, and it's um, you know when you get into a fight, it's a tactics. You know, if you played like a tactical strategy game, it's like a grid, and you can move your characters around on the grid. But in order to do literally anything in the game, uh, move, attack, whatever, everything, every action is a card. And each character has their own deck of cards. Now, there are three, six, nine cards that are innate to your character. Um, to, and there's also classes in the game. So, you know, you have like a, I think you start out with like a ranged, like an archer, a, a, a warrior, a warrior, and like a, a mage. Elemental person. Yeah, yeah. And there are nine cards innate to those, you know, special just for those class. But, There are also, um, every time you equip a piece of armor or a new weapon, those weapons, in addition to upgrading your stats, or sometimes upgrading your stats, they're not necessarily stat upgrades, uh, they also come with new cards. Uh, And then on top of that, you can upgrade your weapons and armor and upgrade the cards on them and upgrade their stats, and you can upgrade your, like, inherit your, you know, your class cards. Um... So, uh, yeah, it's fucking wild. Um, this, uh, like I said, if this was, if I was good at making video games, this is exactly, I swear to God, the design is all on my computer. The files dated three years ago. Uh, this is exactly, somebody made this game for me because I, I am shit 
and I couldn't make it myself. Uh, <laughs> this is exactly the game that I want to make and I want to play. Like I put a shitload of hours in this game. What did you guys? Nah, well, uh, to be fair, this is not like, you know, one guy in his garage. This is like a team of people who made this. Right? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a team of a people. Small team, it's a small but, team. We're yeah, talking. Yeah. This is a very, you know, this is a, this is a, you know, whatever, double indie A game. game. This is an indie yeah. game. Yeah, uh, right. Smaller mm-hmm. budget, lower scope. But yeah, holy right. shit, uh, it is it is exactly what I want. What I like, it's hard for me because there's so many things that I'm just like, oh yeah, that's exactly what I would have done. Like, like um, I don't know. What did you guys think of this game? Because I know what I think of this game. Well, yeah, it, uh, it definitely seems like a James game. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I I like the game. Uh, I think it has, like I said, it it. If you are someone who appreciates all the different mechanics that these guys are are jumbling together into one game, you can appreciate the 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 smoothness, the polish with which they did that. Like it's hard to tie in that many different genres in one, and like they did it in a way that it makes sense, right? Um, I will say that it, like some of the UI is a little bit busy. I guess mm-hmm. I just sometimes when I'm when I'm like looking at a screen, I just just like a lot of things, especially like in the map view. It took me forever to figure out how to hell a camp. This is like a random symbol that looked like it was just part of like a background like element on a HUD. Like some of the graphics just you know, and, and it's a low budget thing, so you know assets could be you know low budget as well, and, and that could be part of it. I would love if the mechanics are so well designed and it, it is so polished and they've so well thought out the design of the game that if this did really well and then they came out with a like a second version a lot of times these indies release and and to critical acclaim and then they release like a second version that has like improved assets and whatever that version really calls out to me um but the design yeah like it it feels really smooth the tutorial mm, fantastic and i love a good tutorial like you need i need a good tutorial for especially for a game with this complex um but it's very difficult which is probably a good thing, you know. Um, it, it, it's designed well enough, though, that you know I played it a couple times and felt like it's fair in its difficulty. Like, yeah, I can only blame myself if I <laughs> screwed up. And there's some randomness to it too, but not not too crazy. So I, I like it overall. It's just very complex. I guess I, that's how I would sum that up. Steep learning curve, high ceiling. Yeah, I, I would agree on the same point. Is I I felt that being a little, yeah, it was a little bit of a of a learning curve to try to get myself used to it. And and I also agree with the UI. The UI was a little like a little noisy. There was a little a lot going on. Um mm-hmm. took a while to get it. But um I mean overall, like when I initially started playing it, it to me it, it gave me like Slay the Spire vibes with you know I love obviously, that game. Like, the, yeah. like the, yeah. with the upgrading and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like the well, tactic uh, well, stuff. And it's just that's a good point, Justin. If you're gonna get ready to like boot up your PC and you feel like playing a little bit of deck builder game like why would you play slay the spire now is my question right like this yeah. is just inherently better like it's it's like an right? it's like an enhanced slay the spire pretty much right like what would you if you played this game and slay the spire why would you go play Slay? maybe like it's faster paced and simpler and i guess but i feel like i'm gonna want to play this game because I, I have gone back to slay the spire a couple times this year i feel like i'd go back to this game instead now right yeah uh, um, the game, yeah. game definitely looks good Good music, good art. I mean, they they did really well. It's very well polished. It seems like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that uh, you. I mean, you compared it to Slay the Spire. That's one of my other favorite uh, roguelike deck builders. And uh, 
yeah the the crazy thing about this is um to me is like you referenced how polished it is and you know how well designed it is uh and it seems like no one's talking about this game uh which is why i wanted to talk about it on the podcast just signal boost this game like hey there's a new roguelike deck builder out there and it's real good um well, I think it's uh, a difficult, like, it's kind of a steep barrier to entry, maybe, for a lot of people. Yes, like, yes. If you look it, at the game, like, at face value, there's just, like, a lot going on, and you're feeling like it's a lot of investment to get into, right? I can see that being totally the case. Just very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Okay, and that's why, an, an, that's another point of, like, oh, yes, this is a game it, exactly for me, because I've played a lot of deck-building games, and I've played mm-hmm. a lot of roguelike games, so, like, I'm already used to the baseline of like here's how a deck builder works here's what a roguelike is um and i'm ready for them to sprinkle on all the shit on top of that uh yes it's very very complicated uh i don't know yeah i mean yeah it's complex but also very strategic and that's my favorite thing about this is you know when it's your turn you can literally just spend like 15 minutes just like thinking about what is my absolute optimal play here? Because there's so yeah. many different ways, you know, you could, because <clears throat> you get, you only get dealt um, four cards per, no, you only get dealt three, three. cards, three oh, cards yeah. per character per turn, uh, yeah. which you're like, oh, there's only a maximum of, you know, nine cards or whatever. But like thinking about like, oh, does this guy needs to be in this position? And then like, um, what what about the order of the cards? What if I play this first? Like, will I get more damage if I have this guy next to him? And like, what if I push him over here? Oh, I thought a brand new strategy. What if I use my magic guy to deal the status effect and then have the like? You could just spend forever just trying to optimize mm-hmm. your turn. <laughs> um, yeah, which yeah, I, a lot of variable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and that, well, that was I, also that my, actually. I, I had a similar experience, and it gave me the thought that I would love to play. A, a multiplayer variant of this game where you can only focus on one character and then and you just have to worry about that deck and then i realized oh that game exists and it's called gloomhaven uh so if you want to <laughs> yeah, play yeah. the board game version of this game where you're only one character and your friends play the other characters uh that's that's basically gloomhaven yeah kind of um yeah i was just thinking about this only really works is a single player game because of how long you can just sit there like thinking about yeah. your turn, unless you put like a chess clock down and had like turn timer, like, okay, sure. hey, yeah. in order to get this game done, like you only get 60 seconds to think about your turn and then you just have to fucking do it. Hmm. Uh, hmm. But yeah, if you, if you, cause like my favorite, like, um, uh, like Into the Breach does this, Slay the Spire does this, where you can just look at the game and just think about it. Like, just to have the game be there and then just think about all the variables involved. My brain loves to do the to find the most optimal combination of things is very satisfying to my brain. Uh, so just doing that over and over and over again in this game is is very nice. I, how do you do you find that uh, being a big card player, uh, Leo, which I know you are, does that do anything for you at all? Yeah, I mean, for you. <laughs> it's weird because um as much as i do love card games the deck building part of card games has never been my my number one favorite part of it you're a net you know decker. i i can 
I, oh yeah, absolutely. I, I I play. I let other people figure out the decks. I like piloting. I'm more of a piloter, and and it's because I'm a poker player too. And in poker, you don't get to build the deck. You just work with what you got because you know the deck, right? And that's a much simpler example because it's 52 cards. But you know, a lot of these deck building games, I I do appreciate it, and I do sometimes deck build, but it's not my number one favorite part of, of card playing. So, um, but. Like so, for me to all, I say that to say that the early part of these types of games, like the same thing with um, Slay the Spire, uh, Gloomhaven, and this game, like the early parts, I just kind of like, I, I I get antsy. I want to like, I want to quickly like upgrade cards, get more powerful cards. You know, it gets more interesting to me when you have more power in the cards, and then I have those really interesting turns when I'm playing, right? Because then it's more like about oh, if I do this and I do that, and then I can get that one card that does this. So like. I, I don't know how to say that how to it's like i I like it but i like it more a few like levels deep you know yeah yeah you like to pilot yeah. I, I like both my brain likes figuring out the most optimal thing but then i also like to just look at you know in in a card game just look at the card pool and like oh which of these cards synergizes the most together and that happens in this game too when you upgrade like you were mentioning when you upgrade your cards or put new cards in your deck um yeah especially when you upgrade your class cards they only give you i think they only give you four choices uh well okay mm -hmm. they give you four choices they give you four cards you can pick one of four cards to replace another card in your deck right i'm pretty sure that's how it works or you can upgrade an existing card but just those four yeah. they only give you four choices and you can just look at that mm -hmm. and be like okay what's the synergy on this card with the rest of the cards in my deck like I yeah, love thinking yeah. I love thinking about that and then I also love the piloting aspect of like okay here are my options what are the most optimal how is what is the most optimal play of the options that I have uh yeah I don't know that just makes my brain dance around and light up and my brain gets very happy solving those types of puzzles yeah, yeah I mean I definitely agree I do like both aspects I definitely I like the piloting more like piloting through complex situations more the 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 choosing part and like i definitely i enjoy that but it does give me a little bit more like anxiety i'm just like oh do i pick is this, am i doing am i making the right choice with this card going into the deck i know it's going to you know improve this aspect of the deck but it's going to you know make this other aspect bad it's like it's so much thought that i end up just like you know trying to get past that as, as quick as possible <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know. I fucking love it. It's my early game. I don't know. We're in October. This isn't even an early game of the year, but uh, it's my. It's a it's a candidate for game of the year. Yeah, it's my. It'll probably be on my top five list at the end of the year. So sure, watch out for sure. that. Uh, let me ask you this, because you've probably played that played this the most. I mean, Justin, if if you've played a lot, feel free to uh, chime in. But so as far as the story, I know that there is the main quest that is sort of infinite and like somewhat random i guess maybe but it also seemed like it was it started the same way I, i'm a little confused i didn't get super far into it i did it three or four or five runs and i you know failed <laughs> pretty early most times so like what's the potential in terms of like that role play feel that they kind of give you i like it i like that it exists i like that it's there uh i like that they try to do a little bit of like world building um mm -hmm. Gonna be honest though, that's not why I'm playing this game. Let's well, yeah. I know, like, it's, I not know it's not your main reason yeah. to play it, but I mean, yeah. it is for me. It's a major part. Like if this game was robots, like you mentioned, I might be 
a lot less pressed to go and try it out. But you put in like a fantasy thing and you got all these different like races and mm-hmm. there's sort of a cool history behind humans getting wiped out and then like these these rattling people who were underground became the dominant race because they survived the mm-hmm. you know the, the post-apocalyptic world like I, that's really interesting to me i just don't know how far they take it and i'm just curious uh i mean yeah i again i didn't really look too deeply into all of the lore that they wrote i'm glad that it exists i'll have, I'll have to play to find you're, out you're good yeah, yeah yeah i've i've been just play it <laughs> I've beaten the main story quest. I beat like three or four of the lore quests. I, I think I beat all of the lore quests. I couldn't tell you anything about the story or what happened. <laughs> I don't know. Gotcha. Cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anything else? Uh, I, I, I just wanted to, yeah, talk about this game and signal boost it. It's really good and no one's talking about Trials of Fire. It's it's, uh, it's a good game. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's got my stamp of mm-hmm. approval. Yeah, yeah it's definitely it, a fun game. If this is your first deck builder or your first roguelike, maybe play something else first. Mm-hmm. But if you played a lot of these, it's a really good one. Um, yeah, this is like the obvious like next level if you're already familiar with all of the components involved. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if there was, I mean, a, you don't have to be familiar with course. all the components, but like, maybe not. Yeah, have but... like, even if you're just like into like RPGs, mm-hmm. you know, this would be your kind of game. Yeah, if there was a college curriculum for video gaming, you know, this would be like a, you know, a, a second or, or third level course. Yeah. You know, like okay. I'd start you off with XCOM for the tactics and right. Slay the Spire for the deck building. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you and then you would level up to this. There's uh, just so much going on between the tactics and the roguelike and the deck building and the whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of different things that your uh, brain has it, to juggle. Yeah, someone just coming into it would would definitely be overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, they wouldn't know what's happening. Shit, I, I barely knew what I was doing. <laughs> if you meet someone at the club and you and you hit it off, and they're like, "Oh, I play video games too," and then you you get back to your place, and then like they're like, "Oh, you got like some Mario," and then you you sit them in front of this game. That's I play to... Trials of Fire. <laughs> it's a good way to to seal the deal, really. I mean, yeah. if they pass. Yeah. I like how Leo's going to clubs and picking up like gamer dudes. Yeah, there we go. I was pushing gamer chick. I mean, I don't know. All right, I don't um, know what people do. You know, these days, I don't know. I don't know. You meet someone on TikTok and you do you meet people on TikTok? Is that a thing? That is a thing, actually. I've seen it just today. I've seen a couple of stories where people met on TikTok. Yeah. How do you meet on TikTok? Isn't it just well, like short are, videos? Well, but you're posting like so you're posting as yourself, you know, your 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 sense of humor or your your lifestyle could come out in your videos and then someone could leave a comment. As long as you're not like, you know, someone who has like hundreds of thousands of followers, you know, you see the same person in your comments every video, you could end up following them and then send them a private message, right? And then you go from there. I mean, yeah, I guess that's like meeting on a YouTube comment section, but yeah, I guess oh. you could it's technically more possible it's like yeah. pm wanna bang <laughs> yeah wanna hey, smash if you wanna bang and <laughs> smash, smash if you wanna bang and smash you can email us at goodgamescast at gmail.com we'll read it uh, if you wanna bang and smash the like button and the subscribe button and the five stars and thumbs up that helps us uh did I did Leo, is that on my end or did Leo? No, just... that, that's that's Leo. Okay, goodbye, Leo. Um, he'll be back hopefully. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, we also have Patreon. Um, that exists. Uh, 
and we tweet sometimes. And yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, do it. Throw throw us a little money to help us improve the podcast. Hey, yeah, come on! If you like this podcast, all ten of you listening, if you the like more this you podcast, donate, the closer James will get to the camera. How about that? There's an incentive. <laughs> uh, we'll get even closer next time. Ooh. Um. Yeah. Well. Uh. Our top five today is our top five roguelike games. Uh, we already did our top five deck builders when we talked about Slay the Spire. Uh, so yeah. we're doing our top five roguelikes. Uh, I don't know. Should we kick it off without Leo or should we wait for him? Should we kill some time? Um, I mean, well, let me see if, if he says something. Uh, he, yeah, he said he'll be right back. Okay. So, I mean, um, if you want to go into a, a different subject for a moment, I mean, we could talk about how, I don't know, the final Smash character is Sora. The, how do you feel about that? I, uh, so I... Uh, I'm a little bit rem- like uh, what I was gonna say. I feel like you, you're you would be indifferent. Like you just don't care. I'm kind of indifferent. I played um, Smash Ultimate competitively for about the first year of that game's existence, and then uh, I decided that that game's not that fun to play competitively. Uh, I still really love Smash Ultimate a lot. That game is fantastic. I just don't want to play it competitively anymore. So I kind of just removed myself from that scene. So I'm not like super plugged in. Uh, I know that, you know, everyone's very, very passionate about which characters they want to be in the game. And, you know, everyone wants Master Chief or Waluigi or Crash Bandicoot or whatever the fuck. Um, But I know a lot of people wanted Sora, and I'm happy for all those people that got Sora. I personally don't give a fucking shit. That game already (laughs) has 85, I don't know, 80 million characters. More characters. This is the last one, right? There's so many fucking characters. Like, like even on even on James's big ass screen, I can't find the character yeah. I want. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. that's how complicated uh, it is. Like people who are angry about, like, oh, I really wanted Master Chief, and like, what? There's 85 characters. What other fighting game has 85 characters? Like, fuck right off. Like, go yeah. play some of the other characters. You'll be fine. Um, uh, but no, I'm happy for the people uh, that really wanted Sora. My wife is very excited. She's a big Kingdom Hearts fan, so maybe she'll play Smash with me now. Uh, she won't. Yeah, probably nope. not. Um, <laughs> I did that for years. It's it's you take a beating. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to call you know like some domestic violence services. She domestic started violence. just just getting a beating from James on playing Smash over and over. But yeah, Sora, cool. I don't care. Yay. It's great. It's great. It's I'm cool. happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just disappointed it wasn't Waluigi. That's yeah, cool. I know. It's that would have been so cool for that whole if you haven't seen the trailer, go watch it. And they do this whole thing where like they go back to the first trailer video or the first like launch video, I guess, or whatever it was. Uh the hype video, I guess you can call it. Where it was like the big flaming smash symbol, and then it dies down and one little flame is on the ground. Everyone went, ooh, it's going to be Dark Souls. I thought it was Dark Souls. I was like, holy shit, that's cool. I was was like, for a second, though, I was like, how would Dark... Like, Dark Souls doesn't translate to Smash very well. Like, how (laughs) would they... How would they build that character to fight in Smash? I was like, oh, cool, a Dark Souls character. And then my brain was like, oh, everyone's going to complain about there being yet another sword fighter. Uh, Which I guess Sora is technically a Keyblade wielder, so... uh. I mean, yeah, he has a, a sword. But I, like, I was really, I was really hoping they had this whole serious moment, 
and Mario walks up and he picks up the flame and then it's just Waluigi and this is, everyone's <laughs> like oh shit I just thought that would be the big finale like everyone finally gets what they want because that was the big character that everybody was like he's got to you know be in the game yeah but unfortunately that wasn't it <sighs> anyway Anyways. our top five today is our top five roguelikes um this is actually tough for me because I, I there's a lot of roguelikes i really really like and there's a lot of roguelikes i left the fuck off my list that i really mm. really like um controversial decisions yeah 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 um it, it was tough making this list um yeah um i don't know uh are you gonna do a collaborative uh, let's list collaborate or... all right let's cool. do i don't it. know if i can i could probably come up with five but i mostly have like three that i really oh, want to well, talk fuck. about i had too many i had to leave a bunch off but that's perfect that's why we collaborate yeah all right well uh in my last slot just eking on is the only game i haven't finished on my list oh uh wait yes oh. i think that's true darkest dungeon uh i will probably never finish that Ooh. game um uh but i love it it's great yeah I don't think anybody's going to finish that game. <laughs> I have purchased that game because it was on sale. And I've heard a lot of good things about it. I've yet to freaking play it. Or otherwise, oh. it might make my list. <laughs> no, it's great. It'll just um, piss you off. <laughs> in the best possible uh, well, way. I'll, I'll, I, th I think along the same veins in terms of like at least like aesthetic, uh, I'm putting Hades on mine. Oh, nice. We reviewed yeah. that previously yeah. on the podcast and really well done. Yeah. Um, I put a uh, crypt of the necro dancer. I thought you might have that. I can't believe yeah. you don't have uh, uh, I, the Zelda spinoff. Yeah, for some reason I forgot the name too. Um, <laughs> Cadence of Hyrule. Cadence. I kept thinking ballad. It's like it's not ballad. Um, I, I kind of put the two together though. They roughly same game. I mean, they're not the same exact game, but the roguelikeness mm -hmm. is the same, and like the fighting's roughly the same. So it's like, hey, they're roughly kind of in the same ballpark uh with the whole rhythm thing i just love the rhythm stuff that and the music that stuff really gets me going Ooh, Ooh. um i have spelunky on my list i have um i i couldn't decide if i wanted to put the original or the sequel um i it's i don't know they're both great um and they're both impossible actually i don't think i ever finished spelunky either i can't remember if i finished the first game or not uh, they're both really fucking hard. I got to fucking Olmec's yeah. stupid ass head. Actually, no, I think I beat Olmec's stupid ass head. I think I can't remember. Whatever, doesn't matter. All right. Um, I want to throw out there. It's probably my number one choice. Uh, Rogue Legacy. Um, both, I guess. Uh, the Rogue Legacy series. I had to leave that one off. That one didn't make the cut, and I love what? that game. I love oh, that game, wow. and it didn't make my cut. That is probably my favorite roguelike. But I mean, you know, Leo, classic Leo, right? Swords and fantasy, and but I really love the like the generational aspect. I'm surprised that Castlevania missed you, because uh, Rogue Legacy reminds me a lot of Castlevania. But it's well, a roguelike. Problem... Yeah, I think the problem is that Castlevania, it's like one long experience and you have to like go back and it's like a, the whole Metroidvania thing. So you, Whereas, you like the roguelike. Yeah, I like just like ending 
like end the run and then give me a whole new start and now i'm like a little bit stronger and progress further like i like that as yeah. Well more. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah otherwise yeah yeah thematically it would fit um i had the binding of isaac i never, also I didn't play it we're, really we're, no yeah. i and i love that game and it's not on my list really um, i'm surprised okay yeah well i also have slay the spire um yeah I, yeah that's a solid one and i have the game we just talked about trials of fire two deck builders okay um but my number one slot my number one slot uh i don't i don't know if any game is ever going to top this is ftl i put so many oh, fucking yeah. hours yep. into ftl just a million fucking yeah, hours that's on my list as well yeah 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 that that's my number it's just, one it's just like it's classic that's just like classic but like so many roguelikes are you know even in the term rogue like it they started out as that dungeons and dragons kind of like fantasy tropeness and faster than light took that the, the concept of a roguelike and made you feel like you're in like star trek and just i mean oh god the mechanics done so perfectly like the game's awesome yeah i want to go play it right now <laughs> so and also, but also into, insanely difficult and also into the breach is great which also didn't make my list uh but uh great yeah great. i mean that's yeah that one has more of like a mixture kind of like uh trials by fire too though so it's a little bit a little tactics a little roguelike yeah yeah a yeah. little, little bit of chess puzzle yeah yeah, sit there for hours and think about your next move yeah. kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I I that's I I fucking love when a game is just like, here's an image, and this image is gonna make you think for about 20 minutes. <laughs> that like, is yes. strangely one of uh, like James's favorite aspects of a game is like I need that's I need I need to find games to like introduce you to that are just stare at the screen for like an hour to, to decide. <laughs> You're gonna give me all these like hidden object games where <laughs> right. look at the picture. What's yeah. well, that's not quite the same. Can you find you, the helmet? I think you enjoy more like when you know the rules and you're given the tools, yeah. and then you have to decide the optimal path. I think yes. that's probably, yeah, if yeah. I can say in a yeah. nutshell, your favorite type of game. I think it's that. And I think Into the Breach, which isn't even on my list, is the master of that type of like, yeah, here's an image, think about it for 15 minutes absolutely absolutely yeah yeah go go check out our previous podcast episode yeah, yeah. fantastic uh, game for sure um i don't know is there any other games that we need to yeah no you guys already mentioned there. mine yeah i i hades and Spunky, how the of course how the fuck do we rank all any of these now i don't know because <laughs> mine wasn't even in a particular ranking because uh, it's just they're all just so good in their own ways and it just makes this hard. yeah well hmm. i'd be fine leaving off trials of fire i think we it, it is a game made how many specifically, do we have i well, i i had five no how many do we have that we've all talked about? more than five i guess oh, we have more way, than five we have way like, more than five at least like a lot seven. more than five okay i think we had like close to 10 maybe really oh, yeah because yeah. we had Trials of Fire, Darkest Dungeon, Splunky, Slay Spire, FTL, Cadence of Hyrule, uh, 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 Binding of Isaac, um, uh, what? Uh, Rogue Legacy, that was eight. What else? Did you say Hades? Uh, Hades is nine. Uh, did you say Faster Than Light and Slay the Spire? I did. So we got nine. Um, 
Yeah, not yeah, it's close to yeah. All right, well, um, hmm. I'm finally leaving off Trials of Fire. That's a game just for me, and I, I recognize that is not a very accessible game. Uh, so that's I, I kind of felt that way too. Yeah, we, uh, we've we have to go today. like where this is top five of all time, right? So okay. we're not making yeah. a top ten. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, all of these are in the top ten. But when you have to make a top five, you got to think about like historical significance. So I think for that reason alone, I have to look at Spelunky, Binding of Isaac, Faster Than Light. You know, I'd Old almost Rogue be... Legacy could be in there. I okay, maybe the original be... Rogue Legacy. You know, it's, it's pretty important, I think, to the history of these indie games. I'd be fine cutting out Darkest Dungeon too. Honestly, I I love right. I love the style of that game. I love it's another good like thinking game. Um, but it's like just so obnoxiously hard, and there's a lot of like randomness in that game that can be really fucking aggravating. That's the other cool thing about stuff like um, uh, uh, Into the Breach and uh, Trials of Fire is there's not a whole lot of randomness in those games, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and there's like almost no randomness in Into the Breach. Uh, okay, so that leaves us with. We took off two, so we still got seven. Uh, I mean, okay. So what 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 would you put over? Because I feel like these two kind of almost kind of float around each other. Is Hades and Crypt slash Cadence? Which yeah, would I you think, say? I know Hades is, the, is probably the newer game. I think. Ha- yeah. yeah, and yeah. Hades yet was mentioned on two of our lists. Yeah, where I think yeah. I was the only one who mentioned Crypt Cadence. I'd I'd be fine leaving off Crypt of the Necrodancer. I like that yeah. game. I feel but... like Hades. I think Hades has it over there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so we got Hades on the list. So the, we got six. What am I missing between Binding of Isaac, Hades, Spelunky, got... Spire, and FTL? What am I forgetting? Rogue Legacy. Rogue Legacy. We're professionals <laughs> here, people. Uh. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know if I if. I think we're at the point now where we're probably talking about like specific, like in you know individual opinions and, and right. likes and what you know interests. So it's like it's really like any of these could be the top five. <laughs> uh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! Easily! easily. Uh, yeah, this is our list, but uh, there are yeah, many but like I mean, it, like this one is ours. like for me, Rogue Legacy is really high on the list, but that's like just like a Leo thing, you know? Yeah, I think I would cut Rogue but, Legacy. Yeah, I might just not make it over the other ones. Yeah. Guys. That leaves us with the Binding of Isaac, Hades, Spelunky, Slay the Spire, and FTL. What are the, what is the order on this? See, now <sighs> number five. I, <laughs> number five, I would probably say what Slay the Spire. Binding? <laughs> I'm okay with or, that. I'm okay I guess, with that. I guess I, I'm okay with that. Number five, I think Slay it's between Slay, 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 or Binding. Really, I put Binding way up on the list. I'm I'm fine with Slay the Spire at five, and I I would guess that of the three of us, I'm the one who would champion Slay the Spire. Well, I mean, it is <laughs> the most like purely deck builder, so yeah, that is. Yeah, I would only say it's Part- that one because it, it it focuses specifically on like the whole deck building thing. Sure. All right, number four, uh, Hades, Spelunky, Binding of Isaac, or FTL. 
So number four, I put Hades. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that too. I think. Do we do we just have the order correct now? Is it yeah. Slay the Spire five, Hades four, Spelunky three, Binding two, and Faster Than Light at number one? Is that the correct? Yeah, I like that. I I probably would have been fine swapping Hades and Spelunky, but I, other than that, I think that's fine. Yeah, I feel like Binding and yeah Spelunky both have a good hold on. Uh, yeah, at least being two and three. They they uh, are definitely the just the quint quintessential indie when you, roguelike. Yeah, game, when right? you think of the popular ones, it's yeah, definitely yeah. Spelunky yeah. and Binding. Yeah, like yeah. if you go on Twitch, either people are playing Spelunky or Binding. If you're right. that, just historically significant to the genre. Yeah, yeah. and none of us men- mentioned Enter the Gungeon, which is the other really big so popular. Roguelike. I hadn't played that, and yeah, I didn't. I definitely have seen that one talked about, but. That's the other problem for me is there's just so many of these too. Yeah, like, there's a know, lot. I, I like I looked at uh, I looked at the list and it was just like, man, I gotta. And I know I actually own some of these games. I just never started, <laughs> oh, started yeah. them up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Own all of these games, but uh... but I, I I do think that's a solid list though. Uh, the, I think the, everything else we mentioned though that we cut for the top five is an honorable mention. Absolutely, <laughs> we cut the top ten. They would easily make it. We cut so many amazing games. Yeah, uh, uh, our top yeah. five roguelike games number five slay the spire number four hades number three spelunky number two the binding of isaac and number one faster than light uh that's a good list those are good games that's very good list i want to play them all right now yeah well let's do it after this podcast after we endorse some stuff maybe sure Yeah. yeah um well i got i got three different video games to endorse uh and oh one God. of them just go one of quick. them is Justin's. I'm gonna let Justin take the one that we played last weekend. Uh, but okay. so that leaves me with a pair of video games. I don't know if we're ever gonna do a full episode on either of these, so I'm just gonna endorse them now. Uh, I've been playing. They both came out this week. Um, uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Uh, it's great. This is my first Monkey Ball game. Uh, so it's like the uh, the uh, book cover, you know, if you're going to judge a book by its cover, the book cover is very cutesy, like monkeys, like wee-wee monkeys. The gameplay is a fucking pound-you-in-the-ass hard platformer. It is yeah. just outrageously <laughs> hard. Uh, this game was, um, like, this. there have been previous versions of this game on other consoles, right? Yes, I think I remember and- playing one, like, a long time ago. Yes. Yeah, I played it on GameCube one time. I yes, think. yes. The yeah, original like that, yeah. two games were for the GameCube. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania is a remake and remaster of the first two games. So if you liked the GameCube era Monkey Balls, that's what Banana Mania is. Uh, it's great. This is my first Monkey Ball game. A lot of people say that the physics in the new engine, because they remade it in Unity, they're saying the physics in Unity are a little different than what you remember from the GameCube. Um but uh, it's still like it's great. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying this game, just kicking me in the nads over and over and over again. Uh, it's it's great if you're masochistic and like really hard platformers. The other game I'm gonna endorse, being as Justin and I discussed a second ago, being a really big Smash Brothers guy, uh, I'm going to endorse Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl, uh, which is from the makers of uh, Slap City. They got in touch with Nickelodeon, got the license to all your favorite Nickelodeon characters, unless your favorite Nickelodeon characters. Oh, it's great. It's um it plays yeah. it plays closer to like Melee than Ultimate, for example. 
It's really fast, uh, very combo heavy, very aerial based. Uh, all, all the characters have like crazy movement. Now, the one thing is this game is especially compared to Smash Ultimate. This game is very, very bare bones. Like you boot it up and it's like, hey, do you want to do the the combat? You want to do like one-on-one -on -one or play online? That's your options. Suck it. Uh, there's like, <laughs> there's no, it's just, it's the game. The thing that is great about this game is the game play, the game feel is what they seem to have prioritized. The game feels awesome to play. Even like, cause I'm not used to the game. I'm not even good at the game yet, but like the, it, it the way the characters move and feel just feels really good. Uh, and mm -hmm. as someone Responsive. who's played a lot of, yeah, as someone who's played a lot of platform brawlers and a lot of Smash games and, and Smash mods and Smash ripoffs throughout the year, you can play one and immediately like, ooh, this feels good, or like, ooh, this feels like dog shit. Uh, Nick, yeah. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon feels really good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm playing between SpongeBob, Powdered Toast Man, and reptar right that's now a, that's awesome uh, i'm trying, trying to <laughs> find right, my so main I, i'm coming down for thanksgiving uh, i'm gonna want to check this one out for sure yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll play some nickelodeon uh it's really good and uh and pr i hope this game blows up and at least finds an audience with a competitive community because uh uh games like smash need some 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 competition some you know something oh, yeah. else uh but this yeah, this sure. is really fun it's 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 good Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl. I'm glad it's not shovelware that you typically no. get from. No, it's absolutely not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, Wait, that was my big fear. Was like, don't be thrown off by the publisher, which is literally called Game Mill. <laughs> like mm. Game Mill. <laughs> Can you come up with a better name for your company than Game Mill? Anyway, we're uh, game makers. Yeah. No, this is we good. It's. Games. Like it's again, it's very low budget, very bare bones. Like there's not even voice acting. Some of the animations look a little janky. Like you know, it, there's some crust here and there. This is a small team, low budget, especially if you're used to Smash. But uh, the game itself is actually very good if you like platform fighters. Cool. Okay. What's the third game, Justin? The third game is a game that we enjoyed this weekend for Mr. James's birthday. Uh. We did like a virtual birthday to try and get some of our distance friends to play, which they didn't. Leo. Sir, talking to you. Leo. Leo. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Um, but it was it was perfect. I, I had seen some other streamers play it. I'm like, oh, like, this is perfect because we used to play a game, a physical game called Telestrations. This is pretty much that, but online and it's free. It's all browser-based, and it's called Gartic Phone. G-A-R-T-I-C. Gartic Phone. It's a terrible um, name. It's a little bit of a weird name. Um, but pretty much that's what it is. If you ever played Telestrations or like Pictionary or something like that, it's essentially uh, you're, you, you get a phrase, and then the next person sees the phrase, and they have to draw the phrase. Then the next person sees the picture, and they have to try to guess you know, what the phrase is, and then so on and so forth. So it gets very ridiculous. And, of course, us being very mature adults. Oh, you sure. Know, oh, we... literally everything was like penis and boobies and coming. And yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. 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 Hilarious. Um, but oh, it's, it's, it's definitely so funny. So fucking funny. It was so, so much, so much fun to, 
to play that game. It was yeah. it was really nice. Um, and they have different okay. modes too, so you can play like just like normal mode. That's pretty much what we did. You can play like a speed mode where it's like a- after each like iteration, uh, it starts to get faster and faster. So you every each person has less each picture you have to draw. You have less and less time to draw it. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so it starts oh, to get should... it starts to get a little wonky. Oh, yeah. we should have played that. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah, we play that now, all the time, but that yeah. reminds me of like I think it's Cranium that does the ones where you like have to close your eyes and draw, or I forget which one it was. So like any anytime you add like a little bit of like yeah difficulty to the drawing aspect, it comes out more hilarious. So that's good. Yeah, there's also like a mode like if so if you're playing with like newer people and you want to get to know them, there's a whole mode for that. It's like you know, uh, you can ask pretty much you ask the the phrase you ask a question about them. And they're supposed to draw the picture of what their personal preference is for that thing that you asked them, pretty much. That reminds me a bit of, um, man, like late 90s, like early 2000s, there was uh, a, a concept like that early on in like MSN Gaming Zone. You remember like that website oh from Microsoft my God. where you would like, yeah, yeah like log in to play games. Jesus. And everybody else would have to guess in like the guess what they were drawing in the chat. And that, platform was basically like like how i was meeting people like online dating and stuff as a kid like you (laughs) you would get in there and draw and then you'd be chatting on the side like oh asl you know and like and then like just drawing like obscure things and then you'd like end up kind of like tiktok you'd end up messaging them privately and then just getting to know them I don't think MSN Gaming Zone or TikTok were designed for dating or meeting people. But, but that's you know, what you use them for. It's the kids, you know, they get on there and these kids. What comes up? These kids, man. Um, my other recommendation, I've been uh watching it's my new show that I'm binging. Um, I've been watching House MD. Oh, oh how is House? Yeah. yeah. Houses Houses it's so good to go back to that show. It's so like granted, you know it's it's great with the drama, but goddamn, I love the the snarkiness of of mm-hmm. the character. It's just so it's so good. <laughs> All I know about like, House is that there was a guy who I used to work with who loved the House, and then like I, I think he started watching it while I was started working with him. He was like totally normal, but by the time like a year later, he was walking in with like a cane and <laughs> was like a smart ass and stuff. And I'm like, are you turning into this character from the show? Like, what the <laughs> and he's House. Yeah. yeah, he became house. So it imprints on your life, I guess. You just become the character. Yeah, so a little bit of a throwback there, and it's fun to see all the because uh, they have a lot of guest stars be like the mm-hmm. patients of the show, and yeah. uh, classic like hospital show. Thing. Yeah, uh, and it's 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 fun to see all the people who are older now be yeah. younger again. Like oh, but he that's, it's that? a, yeah. yeah. But it's 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 such a fun show to watch. It's it's just it's just the right amount of comedy, the right amount of drama. Like it's it's just a perfect little thing. Well, speaking of shows, have Ooh. I got a couple of endorse a couple of endorsements for you, and uh, both somewhat themed for the Halloween uh, upcoming holiday. Um, number one, I've watched and binged with my wife, and it's fantastic. And it's called Midnight Mass. And on Netflix, it is trending. It is like number three or four now, but it was one or two when we first started it. Um, I can't really go into details. It's I, I recommend not looking it up. Do not look up what it's about. Do what we did. We just saw it trending and played it. That's the best way to go into it because then it's a mystery. And that's exactly 
exactly how it should be played we were like oh do you think this is happening do you think this person's that like whatever and it was just really fun to do that and it's a limited series so it's not like a show i think that makes it the the pacing of the episodes and stuff is like a little different when it's a limited series it's more like a really long movie than like an episodic show you know it's just like a little bit different and this um, is like a spooky themed show yeah it's from the uh mike flanagan who is the director of uh house of manor bly manor house of bly manor or whatever okay yeah, yeah i think my show. wife watched that yeah that was one he did and he also did uh, some other haunting house something or other i didn't check him into any of his earlier stuff uh this one is more of like his own creation whereas those were more maybe tropey specific to maybe even remake i'm not sure um but this one is I've not seen anything like this in terms of what he's put together in this show. And it's very good, like written script um, and characters. So midnight mass. Uh, and then there's another show that is currently number one trending on Netflix. I have only seen the first episode, but I am still endorsing it right away, especially for you two. It's called squid games. Uh, and if you are ever on the internet, you will see memes about this everywhere. Uh, it is basically they they call they make callbacks to PlayStation all over the place. There's like these bad guys with like they're wearing pink like hoodies and then they have like a square triangle or something on their foreheads. It's basically like oh hey PlayStation cool gamers right? But it's as if you took um, the original like Battle Royale movie that Hunger Games was based off of that Japanese movie Battle Royale. And combine that with the game concept of Fall Guys, which we got really popular last year. If you Watch recall, that you know? episode, right? Yep. Um, so, like, it's but it's like in real life. So these are f- players that are you know incentivized to get into this game, and it's basically Fall Guys make it to the finish line. So, um, and it's a it's a Korean um, show, but you know, I guess it's got subtitles. It's got dubbed, um, whatever you prefer. And it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Cool. Squid game. Squid game. Squid game. Squid game. That's it. All right. Well, uh, our next episode, I am looking very much forward to, uh, is it's also <laughs> is also Halloween themed. Uh, Perfect. Metroid Ooh. Dread. Dread. Our Very next episode exciting. will feature mostly James talking with color commentary from Justin and Leo. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a Metroid guy, Justin? Oh, no, I am. I know. Okay, I like okay, okay, no, okay, just, okay. Justin might play it. Justin might play it. I might play it. I'm we, play we might need to pull on a, a special guest or something for that one. Well, I know a uh, friend of the show and sometimes guest uh, Matt Finneman is also a big Metroid guy. Maybe we can get him on here. That might be a good Matt Finneman uh, episode. Yeah. All right. Well, look forward to that episode. Uh, I know I am. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else? That's it. Wrap cool. it up early. Yeah. All right. Happy fall. Well, well, happy fall. Um, yeah. Yeah. For the Good Games Podcast. So feel free to come up here and uh, check out the leaves changing in the next couple months. I, I, sounds great. I would love to. Yeah. yeah. That goes out to all the listeners too. You guys are all welcome. Oh Jesus! Email Here's me. Leo's address. We'll set a, we'll set a schedule. <laughs> we'll post email, it on the email. Email us for Leo's address. <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right. PO box. Uh, for the Good Games Podcast, I'm James. We'll see you next time. I'm Leah. I'm Justin. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. Oh, it's cool. I can see all your browsers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta close everyone's, all my porn. Everyone's using Google Chrome. <laughs> I gotta update my Google Chrome. It's like been yelling at me in red at the top right there for Yeah, that happens to me sometimes. It's like it's like when it's like hard finding the right time to do it because it's even though I know you I'm gonna get all my tabs back after it relaunches, but it's just like <laughs> it takes two seconds and it's like oh fuck <laughs> Jesus damn it